So as my first political video back, I wanted to address this topic right off back, right in the right out the gate. Is it even possible to be a Hebrew Israelite and vote for Trump? Well, yes, of course it is because I'm living proof of it, right? Leo, you might as well have told us this two years ago. Well, it's just the honest truth. Um, I'm a Hebrew Israelite and I voted for Trump. And if I honestly had the option to do it again, I probably would vote for Trump again as well, right? Given the competition and given the things that he has accomplished versus the things that the other person has accomplished politically, even if we just compared their political careers, right? But I want to get dispel a few notions, first of all. First of all, I do not believe that all white people are going to hell. Um, I do believe that Esau will be destroyed completely as the Bible says he is. Is some white people Esau? Yes. Is all white people Esau? No. Who is Esau? Well, it's a small remnant of people, like the Bible said it was, that controls the whole world. We're not going to get into that tonight because I wanted to make this a political video as my first political video back. Many people have been asking me for videos on different uh, political hot topics and on many different subjects that have been going on. So I didn't want to deprive them of my opinions um, and my just analysis that I normally give of different things that's going on politically and my unbiased way of telling uh, the truth. So, yes, I voted for Trump. You voted for Obama. <laughs> I'm preaching right now. Right. Or you voted for Hillary. Right. You know, that's the funny thing about this whole situation. When you do get around other people, uh, you know, mainly black people, they try to hold you accountable for voting for Trump like Trump did something wrong. <laughs> right. Like 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 before this coronavirus happened, like black unemployment wasn't the lowest that it had ever been. Like black business ownership wasn't up like black home ownership wasn't up. Right. So if anything, um, I, I think my vote kind of went the right way. Right? I mean, if you look at it, I was versus your vote, right? Your vote was for Hillary. Didn't she sign the crime bill? Didn't she call black people super predators? Doesn't she support Planned Parenthood? Isn't she a huge advocate for Planned Parenthood, which has killed 19 million black babies? Should I continue about her career? Uh, didn't she kill Mobar Gaddafi of Libya and Africa? She was 100% instrumental in that. Uh, should I continue um, on the atrocities with all the money they took from Haiti, the Clinton F uh, Foundation? Should I continue on the atrocities just done to black America alone from Hillary Clinton? So before she ever stepped foot in office, she had a prefla of negative things she did towards black people versus Trump had nothing pretty much, right? Well, you got Leo to Central Park 5. All right, well, okay, his Central Park 5, if that was something, versus her prefla of things I just mentioned and so many other atrocities that she had already done to black America. She was just trying to live off of her husband's uh, fame that he had with us because he played the jazz saxophone, right? Anyways, I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here. Welcome to the Make Black America Great Again podcast. I'm your host, Leo Dunson. I'm a Hebrew Israelite that voted for President Trump. And honestly, if I had the opportunity to do it again, I would still vote for him. I understand what our destiny is. I know where God has taken us, but I'm just telling you, if I was going to be here in Egypt, if I was going to be here in America, if I'm going to be here, I don't know where I'm going to be. None of us know where we're going to be tomorrow, <laughs> right? With the way the world's going and Dr. Fauci and the World Health Organization. And that's another thing with President Trump, too, as far as him being a president. He's the first president in my lifetime, and then based on history that I've read, besides him and John F. Kennedy, that hasn't necessarily been on the presidential plantation, meaning doing every single thing that the um, that the deep state wants wanted him to do. He today said he wanted to get rid of um, 
will take the United States out of the World Health Organization. Isn't that a positive? Can you not see that the World Health Organization is demonic? Can you not see that they have a lot to do with uh, you out here wearing a mask and you can still catch it, right? You, uh, you like, I'm, oh, that's going to stop me from getting it, right? You know, come on now. If it's airborne, we all getting it, right? Ain't no mask going to stop you, right? But that's a whole nother subject for a whole nother time. Um, I just, as my first video back, I wanted to dispel this notion that all Hebrew Israelites believe that all white people are going to hell because that's just not true. All Hebrew Israelites don't believe in that. That's the worst part about finding out that you're an Israelite. The worst part about finding out you're an Israelite, believe it or not, and I hate to say this is going to sound bad, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but once you go read the Bible yourself and you say, oh my God, well, we were shipped to all nations, and you look at all the prophecies and all the different things, and you find out that, that God is talking about you, well, every organization that's been created since then, as far as like Hebrew Israelite organizations, they kind of have a bad rap already right now, given we know that the deep state controls um, the perception of things. So maybe a lot of the negative things that we've seen from them have came because the deep state have allowed it to be that way. But I'm only saying this be saying because you can watch some of the videos yourself of them saying everybody going to hell or them yelling and screaming in some little boy's face. Nothing positive. You don't see to get to see the positive video because there's millions and millions upon positive videos, but you don't know where you're going to land at. That's the worst part about even finding this out. But anyways, um, President Trump in the Republican Party believes in fiscal responsibility, personal accountability, Limited government, at least this is what they're supposed to. And I'm going to do a whole video on that one day too, right? We got to get into that, right? Uh, for the most part, those are the things they believe in. They have deviated definitely when it comes to black America, right? And I, I did, I talked about that before, about the limited government regulation part, the police state. They don't want the police in their neighborhood, but when they go to your neighborhood, they ain't advocating against it. And one day I'm going to do a video. I got this video called, I'm, I'm going to do called The Prejudice Patriot. If we, if The Prejudice Patriot is going to be so mad when the police come knocking at his door. Because if he wasn't prejudiced, we could have we could have got rid of the police state when they was knocking at my door. But you didn't come out to vote and, and you didn't come out to march with me. You didn't come out to help me. So now that, 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 uh, that your calamity has come, you want me to help you because he's going to come knock at your door now. See, the, uh, the Bible said, uh, see, I can't get off of this. See, the, uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't go nowhere with this, right? The Bible said, he that leads in captivity, be led into captivity. And now he finna come knock at your door. The same way he was knocking at my door. We already been, black people already been under curfew. The police would come to our neighborhoods already before, I'm talking about before the coronavirus. The police would come to our neighborhoods and say, hey, you got to be inside. This is before the coronavirus. Before the coronavirus, uh, the police would come to our neighborhood and tell us how we have to dress and what we can wear. Just like how they making you wear your mask. They've been doing that to black America. Come to our neighborhood and say, hey, you better pull your pants up. You look like a thug. And literally would fight people and arrest them. Maybe I clip something in to prove it. This people been arrested over not having, having their pants, showing this behind in public or something like that. And I'm not saying that's how you should dress. I'm just giving you an example of showing you that these laws and government regulations and oversight and burden has been on our communities. And if the prejudiced patriot had came out and marched with us and came out and said that was enough was enough then, now that you're finna be in the day of your calamity, maybe I would have came out and helped you too. But I'm preaching right now, but you don't hear me. Y'all don't want to hear this, CZ. Y'all can't hear no real truth, right? You can't hear no real conservative, right? Limited government fiscal responsibility. You don't want to hear no real truth, right? You want to hear some fakeness, right? But I'm back. Um, I just wanted, I guess I wanted to, uh, you know, just put it out there on the, on, on the table from the beginning. The, uh, so what does make black America great again mean? Um, I think I'm gonna do a whole video on that as well. But um, when I first started the organization, I mostly um, used statistics from the um, 60s 
and also from after, and after 1865, we first came out of slavery. I used a lot of statistics coming from those eras. When we first came out of slavery, um, we were in charge of a lot of cities. We were a politician, all Republican, right? All conservative. Because coming out of slavery, right? Conservative values, we understood, were the building blocks to, of success, right? Um, whether it, you, want, you, want, you definitely need the right to bear arms, right? Coming out of slavery, right? You definitely wanted uh, business ownership, home ownership. Uh, you wanted to be fiscally responsible. You wanted the government, limited government. You wanted the government away from you. And I've talked about these things before. So, of course, we were conservative. And somewhere in between there, we, we got lost and went liberal and progressive and started to lean more on the state and the man, quote unquote, to help us. I'm going into this real quick to let you know that I'm restarting this and rejuvenating this. Um, I've been had this organization. It's been a nonprofit for a long time. But I'm going to continue my podcast and talking about different political issues as it relates to us in black America and how we can make black America great again. And like I said, normally I would only pull from the history of the of, of 1800, 1865 and right after that. And then I would pull a little bit from the 60s when we own a few buildings and, you know, uh, our, our churches were our hub and our families were a little bit stronger than they are today. And we had pockets of success. But 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 now that I know our full history and I know who we are, when I say make black America great again, I mean to the point to where we were in rulership god i'm preaching to where we owned our own land to where we did trade with other countries ah see it's not on just having a business and doing trade now i'm talking about we trading with other countries and we got our own ports ha ah, to make black america great again because we are black america we are the true israelites so we are so we there was a time we were great the kings and the queens of this earth we were in rulership right so to make us great again would mean to put us back in our rightful places in our rightful rulership and authority where we were in control where we were owners homeowners where we were employers oh that's okay so to make black america great again is to make us put us back in the position of rulership again that might be too much for some of y'all but it's fair period you're in rulership in america i mean or, or should i say the white white americans are in rulership in america should i say in in mexico that's okay in india who's in rulership that's okay in japan who's in rulership in in china who's in rulership in jewish israel who's in rulership so you're in rulership shouldn't we have a land where we're in rulership and there's never going to be peace really in America until this original sin of slavery and original sin is um, tackled and is discussed and is dealt with. I have many, 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 many plans on how to deal with it. One of them, you know, I talked about before was reparations in the form of land in another country. And we can talk about that and I'll get into that. But there's so many other different political topics that keeps coming up. Like I said, Trump is a huge topic. Uh, you know, in the different moves and things that he make. Is he being controlled by the deep state? Is he not? In my opinion, he is not um, advertently being controlled by the deep state. That's obvious, right? He's always doing things on his own. I was talking to somebody tonight and I said, you know, the last rich president was John F. Kennedy. And I, and I shouldn't be saying this because I'll probably get banned for saying, just for saying this, but the last rich president was John F. Kennedy. This is what I'll say. And you see what happened to him. You see what they did to him, what the deep state did to him. That's why I'll just keep it at that. That same thing they're doing to President Trump. And then they said, uh, they said, well, how is that possible? I said, well, they they pretty much has um, they killed him by the coronavirus. Well, he, he doesn't have he he does his strength of being able to go to his crowds 
and, and speak. That was one of his biggest strengths, right? Was his crowds, right? You see his crowds on TV, you say, well, shoot, I quit. He gonna win, right? So that was one of his biggest strengths. The economy, another one of his biggest strengths, right? Um, uh, um, you know, uh, businesses and home ownership and NASDAQs and things that got to do with numbers, those are his strengths. But social issues, not his strengths at all. So in a sense, you're kind of killing them softly through the media, right? The negative press. You could, you could kill somebody through the media, right? Look at Louis Farrakhan, look at uh, uh, Alex Jones, right? They erased him from offline, right? And now they can just paint anything negative they want about him without them being able to say anything back. Right. I'm preaching right now, but y'all don't want to hear me. Right. Not them being able to defend themselves. Right. Take you off Twitter. Take you off Facebook. Then just paint whatever notion they want to paint of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. So I kind of went on a little bit of a rant and a little bit of a tangent. Um, but I just wanted to make my first video back. That I'm an Israelite. And that I also voted for President Trump. And I'm not ashamed of neither one of those things. And like I said, you voted for who, who you voted for, the Democrat Party? The Democrat Party created the KKK, created the KKK. The Democrat Party controls Oakland, California right now. The Democrat Party controls Chicago, let me see, um, oh, oh, right now. The Democrat Party is in charge of Flint, Michigan. Hmm, let me see, they drinking lead water? Oh, right now. So the people you're telling me to go vote for are already in charge of all of our neighborhoods right now. So why do you want me to go vote for them? You're upset at me for voting for Trump. Shouldn't I be upset at you for voting for literally our oppressors or not the Democrat Party, our oppressors right now? If I'm living under oppressed, because you say I'm oppressed, which we are, but you say we are oppressed, well, you know, the, the criminal justice system is oppressing us, which it is. There's, uh, you know, discrimination in banking, which there is, in housing, which there is. I'm not oblivious to these things. I understand this. I'm not stupid. So if we're being oppressed and the people that write the laws in the neighborhood that I live in are all Democrat, then that would be obvious that we're being oppressed by the Democrat Party. So that's just common sense. So you can't be mad at me for voting for Trump and not expect for me to be pissed off that you're still out there advocating for your oppressors the Democrat Party. Yeah, you can might not like Trump's character, but Trump ain't did nothing to you. President Obama, the first black president of the United States. Did Trayvon Martin not get killed under him? Did Michael Brown not get killed under him? Did Eric Garner not get killed under him? Right? How much police reform did he pass? President Trump goes out without Congress and signs an executive order for what? Police reform. President uh, under President, I'm sorry, President Trump goes out without Congress and signs police reform. President Trump did that. Obama didn't, find, didn't, didn't sign no police reform. President Trump executive order signed police reform. Under President Obama, was black people not poor? You tell me, yes or no. There was a recession for us. Our unemployment was 14% under President Obama. Under, under Trump, it was almost down to uh, four. But this is why I'm mentioning that. We can say, oh, we screw the numbers, whatever. All right, cool. Well, we was poor under Obama, right? That's for sure, right? Okay. Check this out. President Trump, this was without Congress. Congress me. Congress is your Congress member, the person who represents your district. That means that person should be for you more than anybody, right? So this is without their help. They didn't even vote for it. They wasn't even for it. Your congressman was against this. And President Trump says, I'm going to sign a bill to mitigate the, the income inequalities in this neighborhood that I see versus this white neighborhood. He said, this black neighborhood over here, income inequality income, the income of that neighborhood and the disparities of that neighborhood looks horrible. Whereas this white neighborhood over here, it looks great. So President Trump said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sign something, an executive order called urban revitalization to make this neighborhood look like this neighborhood. 
This is what the guy that they say is a racist did. I don't know his heart. And I honestly feel bad that in some videos I said that he's not racist because I don't know if he's racist or not. But I know based on his character, based on the content of his character. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't go over his character. But based on the content of his character, there's no way I can say he's racist. There's not been, like I said, the first black president saw our poverty and did nothing. Didn't even speak to it. And then the president that they have called racist more than any other president ever sees our poverty, sees the white neighborhood, sees the black neighborhood and says, this looks different than that one without Congress. Because Congress is the ones who creates law and who passes laws. But the president can sign executive orders and go around them. Says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sign something to make this one look like that one. So I'm a Hebrew Israelite. And I voted for Trump. I'm proud of both. And I can go into the different party narratives of how this party stands for more things for the Bible than that one. Yeah, yes, it's the better of two evils, but it's the better nonetheless, <laughs> right? Without question. So we're gonna have a lot of videos I got I, I, that I'm gonna have coming. Um, Y'all know me when it comes down to politics, I can talk forever and ever and ever. And when it comes down to Bible, I can talk forever and ever. We know that. Um, but you'll still get my sermons, of course. But um, I just didn't want to um, deprive you of any of the different political hot topics that I've seen. Um, and I've seen a lot of them. And um, I can't wait to dive into uh, some of them. So we're back. Let's get it. See y'all soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Black America Great Again podcast. If you would like to donate, please go to MakeBlackAmericaGreatAgainFoundation.com slash donate. All proceeds go towards making black America great again.